0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Wednesday morning. Man, this week is flying by, but that's uh, because we had Monday off. Anyway, uh, it's no surprise that going into the game on Sunday, the Chiefs are not the favorite team because... Smart Money says a lot of the starters are going to take the weekend off. If, in fact, they take the entire weekend off, I really think that, and although he has not
1: said anything yet, Andy Reid will probably play his starters, I'm going to guess a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half, just to keep their balance and keep their rhythm going. But, yeah, the starters should be benched after that. And Yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers are a two-point favorite. I wouldn't touch this game, though. There's, There's just too many variables involved. There's nothing really to be gained by winning or losing it doesn't make a bit of difference i would suspect that mahomes maybe maybe a quarter quarter and a half and then blaine gabbard who is his backup and a very good quarterback in his own right will come in and play but hey it's it's meaningless game in terms of standings they are professionals they are getting paid for it but the fact is that it doesn't mean a thing as far as postseason is concerned the chiefs will be playing next weekend yes this coming weekend Sunday, but next weekend, either Saturday or Sunday in the first round of the playoffs. Don't know who yet. We'll know more on Sunday night.
0: Yes, we will. And then we will talk about who we will face at home. We do get a home game because we locked in the third. And then depending on what happens with the other games, and of course, when we'll see, but it might be on the road, Old, but got to take care of business first. I'm not get too far ahead of ourselves right now. <laughs> Um, NFL still has the uh, financial backing to a pair of college all-star games. It's kind of a way for them to see who they should be going after. It's kind of a combine, if you will. In, in one case, that is
1: right. Yeah. That's the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, the, both the all-star games that the NFL does back are, are both the same weekend which is very interesting in my opinion, but be that as May, February 1st and February 3rd. One's the Senior Bowl in Mobile, and the other's the East-West All-Star Shrine game, and that's because it is a shrine benefit, and the NFL is very happy and proud of their support of all of the charities around the country, and certainly the Shriners are a huge one of them. Anyway, they are the two All-Star games, That You're right about that Senior Bowl, though. That's kind of a preview to the Indianapolis Combine coming up and who's going to play in it. And, in fact, it has produced a number of outstanding players who might have flown under the radar. So both have some merit. And it is interesting because they are all-star games. And the reason the NFL took away the champion, the college all-star game, which was the champion against the Associated Press All-Stars in the late 1970s was because they were afraid of those stars getting injured prior to training camp and spending a lot of money on them. Well, I don't know whether that has merit or not. It is football, and injuries are going to happen. But nonetheless, they do have a couple of All-Star games that they
0: do back I, It's kind of one of those things. You see these kids, especially in the games on Monday, just giving everything they can to try and get to a national championship. and some don't care if they're gonna play in the league next year or not. They just want to win. And you got the eyes that sat out and said, "No, I'm worth millions, and I'm <laughs> gonna get paid. I've worked my butt off to get here, and that's just what it's about." The choice is yours, my friend. This year, the national championship, speaking of, is gonna be in Houston. Um, next year, who's got the uh, who's got the game? Atlanta. It's in that magnificent. I have not personally
1: seen it, but I do have a number of acquaintances who've been there and said the Atlanta Mercedes-Benz Stadium is. Absolutely. Palace. A great place to play. It is like most of the other new ones, Mike. It has a lot of glass surrounding it and the natural light does come in, but it's filtered. So you do have to be able to take care of the circumstances, the the turf and so forth and so on in really, really uh, very careful circumstances because this is is a bit of a puzzle. But the Atlanta Mercedes-Benz Stadium is nothing short of magnificent. And the game next year will be played a week later than this year's. It's going to be January 20th of 2025, and that's because we have the 12-team playoff that extends the season a little bit. So we're into a whole new era now of college football, and it will start after the championship game this year, which is coming up Monday night, Michigan-Washington. Interestingly enough, those two play each other on the regular schedule next year. (laughs) Indeed, it should be. It should be a very definitive circumstance, for what happens.
0: Yeah, it definitely should be, and it uh, makes me sad it's over. But you know what? Don't worry, because in a couple months, the Combine will be here, then Rookie Day, and then training camp. We still got to get through the NFL playoffs, my big Valley Conference game for Missouri State tonight, and definitely uh, one they have to win. This is the first game of 2024 for the Bears. They closed the
1: season with a win out of Moraga, California, but that was non-conference then the holidays, and now the first game of the new year, and it is tonight, and it is at 8 o'clock, which is a, a rather a strange starting time, but that's all based on Missouri Valley Conference Regional Television. So 8 o'clock at the Great Southern Bank Arena. The Bears are playing Northern Iowa. In the past, Northern Iowa has been an absolute load to handle, and they probably will be this time, too. Ben Jacobson, their longtime co-former player and uh, <clears throat> longtime coach, is a terrific Tactician, and while the team record is not very good, they're six and seven on the year—six wins, seven losses—and 0-2 and in the Missouri Valley. They've had some injury problems. But they always give the Bears a tough time. The Bears are nine and four—nine wins, four losses—one and one in the Missouri Valley Conference. Missouri State, a two and a half point favorite, going into this one tonight, and again, a game at Great Southern Bank Arena starts at eight o'clock. That is tonight. The Bears in Northern Iowa.
0: My next question is: Do I expect to see a very sleepy Ned tomorrow morning? NR is not going to go. No, eight o'clock. That's a late start. It man. is. Yeah, and it
1: takes me right out of my schedule. Yeah. So you you get to watch it at home on TV. Though, it right? would be on TV, which again brings up another question: Is that necessarily a good thing? Because yeah. it's taking away
0: from the crowd. Yeah, especially locally. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you want? Do you want butts and seats or people at home? Well, you get what you get. When does Mizzou play again? Mizzou
1: plays on Saturday, and they have a conference game. This will be their first conference game. They're playing Georgia, and that will be up at the Mizzou Arena. And that's a noontime game on Saturday for Missouri. I think Missouri's a pretty good team. Are they a great team? Probably not. You saw what Illinois did to them in the Bragg and game. Oh, my. Illinois ran the Tigers right out of the ballpark and quite literally ran them out because Missouri couldn't keep up with their team speed. But that's Illinois. That's the Big Ten Conference. In the Southeastern Conference, which has some good teams. Kentucky and, and uh, Florida are all good, solid matches. I don't think Georgia is one of them, and the Tigers, I think, can handle this one on Saturday,
0: 12 noon, at the Missouri. Last but not least, uh, I knew it was going to be history day because Ned brought in his <laughs> big old bag of, of facts where we got 31 years ago today. You probably don't remember it, although you were around.
1: You were around 31 years ago, 1993, you, uh, you had been born, you were on this earth, but probably not playing football. What
0: Almost. You... I was about, I think I started, we lied. It was either 93, 94. I was 11. Well Now you might remember this yeah. one, then. We... It was a playoff game.
1: I don't know. <laughs> a playoff game in the American Football League, which is what it was known as at the time. Buffalo Bills and the Houston Oilers played it in Buffalo. And toward the end of the first half, Houston is up. In Buffalo, 35 to three, 35 to three, Buffalo came back to win the game, 41 to 38, the biggest comeback in NFL history, and that was 31 years ago. Actually, the date was yesterday. It was January 2nd. But you think about that. What a heck of a comeback on your home field, which was known then as Rich Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. They've since changed the name of. It. Matter of fact, I think they're going to tear it down and build a new one. But the fact is that the Buffalo Bills had that great comeback. I remember seeing you. it. Was a, it was just one of those things. I remember. Do you? Oh yeah, I remember that. They got that. into oh, a yeah. rhythm and everything went right before the Buffalo Bills in the second
0: half and all wrong for the Houston Oilers. Just a complete reversal of the way it should have been. And then <laughs> we're not going to talk about the game after that in which the Bills played because we don't want to mention the team that just destroyed them. No. because I don't want to mention them <laughs> and give their fans any more reason to get their heads any bigger than they already are and that happened 31 years ago, and they're still talking about that team. Ned, you have a great day, and I will see you mañana.